good afternoon. Hey, it's your boy Uncle Maui. Hey, <laughs> good afternoon, and welcome to episode six of Hanging with Uncle Maui. I'm your host, Uncle Maui. So, I uh, planned on this episode being focusing on um, having a guest, but I'm still working out some details with a couple of guests, um, but we'll just move on and just have a grand old time. So I wanted to record this episode. A few things have happened uh, since my last episode. Um, I'm just going to dive right in and, and just talk about some things that, as you all know, things that I love, things that I love to do. Um, so yeah, first and foremost is my family. That's, that's just going to be number one, always. Um, number two is my job. I love what I do. As if you don't know what I do, or if you're a new follower, either here or on my social media, um, you all know that I am a city bus driver for... Utah Transit Authority. Um, I have been a bus operator since 2019. Um, it's the most stressful, but also the most rewarding job I've ever had, hands down. And there, there are a few things, you know, kind of led me to this point in my life where, you know, I, I've could have done, and I have done multiple things in my life up to this point. Um, from customer service call centers to, um, fast food to, uh, I even worked at Amazon for a short time, to fueling airplanes at the Salt Lake International Airport, um, which, uh, a little disclaimer, I actually quite enjoyed that. I, you know, enjoyed, um working outside, working with my hands. Um, I love aviation. Anything that has to do with aviation, I love. Um, but I grew up having a fascination for public transit. Um, I love what public transit stands for. I love what it does for the community they serve. Now, uh, I have grown to have many friends in the transit industry from board of trustees to from our own um, public transit authority to um, fellow operators, you know, across the country. And so I've gotten to have a love for public transportation and, and being who I am doing what I do. Um, just the other day I had a, a, an awesome experience. Um, I was kind of a, having a kind of a blah kind of day, you know, where you're just kind of like, you're, you're not down or upset. You're not, you're, you're just kind of in the moment, if that makes any sense. Um, Anyway, so 
kind of went through my motions through the day. Um, the route that I'm driving now is about 95% of my working days, except for one day I drive a totally different route. Um, but for the most part, I've gotten already to know the, the regulars who ride this route. And for those here in Utah and in the Salt Lake area know that the Route 209 on our transit system goes down 900 east um, from the avenues downtown, um, Salt Lake Central Station downtown, to Fashion Place um, Track Station down off of 6600 South and um, 5th West, I think, somewhere in there. Anyways, so... This day, I, I want to share the ex this experience, and it's quite, it kind of melted my heart, and I'm still, to this day, I'm just so happy it happened. Anyways, so, I had done a couple of trips back and forth, and this young lady who regularly rides my route, you know, pretty, pretty young lady, um, I see her coming up to my bus, um, and she was, anyways, she was approaching my bus, and I I saw that she was uh, approaching with a stroller, and um, I knew she had kids, um, but I'd never met them before. Um, but she had approached, and then she got on with. Um, the, the young child in the, in the stroller and then her daughter who was on foot and so they got on and we're getting we had a few minutes before we had to leave um, the station where we were at and she started her daughter started to get a little fussy and so her mom brought out you know some toys and some and things to keep them busy and so we started chatting and her mom was like um she was saying something to the effect of um we're getting ready for the bus ride to her daughter and so i love kids i, I have two nieces um one nephew and another nephew on the way um so i just have a, a soft spot in my heart for kids um and whenever they get on my bus, it, it just kind of makes my day. So we're getting ready to go. And I was like, what's your name? So she told me her name. And and then I just kind of got down to her level and was like, hey, you'll never guess what my name is. And she just kind of looked at me, this blank stare, and then looked at her mom. And um, her grandma came along too. And so... You know, there there was a few people on board already in the very back of the bus. And so this was going on. And so I told her, I'm like, my name is Maui. She looked at me, looked at her mom again. And she just had this big smile from ear to ear. And I was like, have you seen the movie Moana? And of course, you know, her mom's shaking her head. Yeah, yeah, you've seen it, right? And um, she just, you know, is just so happy. I go... I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna drive the bus for you. But do you want to come sit up in the seat? Like, just come up here and sit in, and you can drive it. And of course, my bus was off. Um, 
we were stopped, obviously. So she just kind of looked at her mom was like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. And um, I was like, no, it's okay, come up, sit up here. And so her mom brought her up, uh, lifted her up on the seat and I buckled her in. And um, she just was so ecstatic that she was able to, to do that and have that moment. And I was able to ask her mom if it was okay that I snapped a picture. Um, just because I have a soft spot for kids and, you know, um, I don't have any kids of my own. So this was, you know, a very um, cute moment. And so I can tell um, the other passengers in the back of the bus at this time were, were, um, were had smiles on their faces, I could tell, through their masks. Um, and so it, it was just a very, like, wholesome moment. And so... Snapped a picture and got her out of the seat, you know, because it was time to go. And I said, um, have a seat. I, I need you to help me watch the road. And her little brother, um, she's about three. Her little brother, I want to say maybe one. So they were, you know, getting fussy. They were just trying to settle down. And, and so her mom and grandma and, you know, we're trying to keep them entertained. So I get in my seat, I'm getting buckled, change the header on my bus, and, you know, I'm just prepping the bus to pull away. Um, and a couple other people, you know, hurry and jump on before we leave. And we get going. And I just have this, had this very sense of why I do what I do. Being a bus operator is for moments like these. Um, and as we, you know, just drove down the road, I got to talking a little bit, and um, this young girl who rides my bus and her mom were on board, and, you know, they were saying that they were going to go pick up the other kids um, from school. This was about three-ish, three in the afternoon, I want to say, two. So it was just fun to make that bond um, with this young person and hopefully inspire. I mean, she may be quite young, but... You never know, she might remember this for the rest of her life and, you know, maybe inspire her to become a, a future operator. Who knows? But it's the fact that I had that positive experience with her and her mom and grandma and her little brother. And um, it was it was just great. And so when I was able to drop them off and just see the, the excitement in her face, just made everything up to this point in my career all worth it. And I know I've had other experiences similar to this before, and this most likely will not be the last, but, you know, small experiences that, you know, only last for a few minutes, but, you know, have a lasting effect not only on me as an operator, but, you know, passengers as well. So that was a cute moment that I wanted to share. Um, and then, so yeah. Anyways, so I wanted to jump into a few things. Um, as you all know, I love driving in our canyons. Um, Little and Big Cottonwood Canyon are, are some of my most favorite routes to drive. I love all the routes that I drive, but um, some of my favorites are, are being up in the mountains for a number of reasons. I love the people that I meet. I love what I do to be able to provide this critical service to um, the the guests for these resorts as well as our passengers. Um, first and foremost, they are 
putting their lives in my hands as an operator, transporting them. Um, to be able to provide that service is why I get up, do what I do. That being said, um, ski season is, is coming up upon us here um, shortly. Um, it, it's going to be here before we know it. And I'm crossing my fingers. I don't know about you, but I'm crossing my fingers, you know, that we have a repeat, if not similar year as last year. Um, epic. Epic. If I was, if I'm not mistaken, um, last year we received 900 and some inches, 900 plus inches of snow um, throughout the season. Um, some of which I believe haven't been up in Kansas last little while, but I believe there there was still snow uh, up until July 4th, maybe a little beyond that in some spots. So um, that's just what I'm hoping for. So, anyways. The upcoming 23-24 uh, Utah ski season um, is coming up, and that being said, um, our ski resorts um, opening dates, um, some have already been, some have already been announced, some are still TBA to be announced, and RS follows, and this comes from SkiUtah.com. Um, it's just on their front page, um, 2324 Utah Ski Resort opening dates um, by Yeti. So first, uh, top of the list, Alta Ski Area anticipated um, winter opening date, November 17th, 2023. Now you can check this website for uphill policy details, resort information, links to their website, um, so on and so forth. Um, you can also check uh, rideuta.com. I know it's going to be a little early. They most likely won't have any information on upcoming ski service yet. Um, but as we get closer to the next change in November, if I'm not mistaken, um, they will start putting out information on any changes coming to ski service, um, any you know um, route information if. They're changing frequencies, whatnot, um, so on and so forth. Anyway, so Alta, November 17, 2023, Beaver Mountain. Anticipated winter opening date to be announced. Brian Head Resort, winter opening date November 10th, 2023. Brighton, winter opening date is yet to be announced. Cherry Peak. Anticipated winter opening date to be announced as well. Deer Valley Resort. Anticipated winter opening date December 2nd. Eagle Point Resort. Anticipated winter opening date December 15th. Um, and that's all the... Oh, actually, nope. Here we go. Nordic Valley. Anticipated winter opening date December 2nd. Park City Mountain Resort. Anticipated opening date. November 17th, Powder Mountain, anticipated winter opening date to be announced, um, Snow Basin, anticipated winter opening date also to be announced, Snowbird, anticipated winning winter opening date is also to be announced, Solitude, this is official uh, from the website, uh, their opening date is November 17th, 2023. 
Sundance Mountain Resort anticipated winter opening date December 2nd, 2023. Woodward Park City anticipated winter opening date is also to be announced. And that is all I have. But I, I wanted to share all of that with you guys because it's... I'm just... Above anything else, I'm just excited to be among the people. Just being able to provide, you know, that experience up to having fun. Because that's one of the main things here in Utah that Utah is known for, besides its rugged outdoors, is, is its skiing, the snow. I've, I've After that very first year that I drove my ski bus in the canyons, I was hooked. Like, I originally came to Utah on a visit. Um, fell in love with the mountains being, you know, outdoors. Um, it, it's something in me just kind of just, yeah, just got me hooked. So, so yeah, that's coming up. Um, what else we got? Let's move to rideuta.com. So, this this is something that I've been kind of wanting to do more than anything. And this is kind of will tie into a, a podcast that will be coming up uh, through work for me. Um, and the show, that title show for that, um, that UTA will be sponsoring, those of you who already know, will be on board with Uncle Maui. Above anything else, this podcast that UTA will do is going to be talking with others, employees and writers, um, about their UTA experiences and also education for the community. Because as a bus operator, one of the main things that I, I find on a daily basis is those who will get on and have no idea how to ride the bus, have no idea how to catch the train, um, just how to use public transit in, in general. And so one of the things that I hope to accomplish, not only with my podcast here, Hanging with Uncle Maui, but the podcast through work is is to be able to hopefully share my, my love and inspiration for public transportation. Um, with, with the community and anybody who will listen. Um, but I, I bring everyone to rideuta.com because here there are multiple tools and resources to help those and ride our system um, from purchase tickets to submit a complaint to find about, you know, upcoming events um, that UTA uh, maybe involved with, um, and then news and other articles that have been written um, pertaining to UTA. But I wanted to bring um, y'all to writeuta.com because there, there's something here that I, I feel like, and, and, and not everyone may or may not have access to the internet or a smartphone, but I mean, every day now, you know, most days now, um, most people will have a smartphone, but those who don't, you know, that's our goal is to, to make access to our, our system and education, um, you know, a big thing to our communities that we serve. So one of the things that I'm, I'm passionate about um, from our website is our schedules and maps. 
um, when I first started, we had the, the old fashioned, you know, um, paper um, schedules that went in our buses, you know, you'd see typically um, and on our trains and whatnot, but now everything's digital. Um, that kind of went away during COVID. Um, COVID kind of changed all that. Um, but more or less, you know, having driven most of our routes, um, you know, knowledge of our routes and kind of how we intersect where people can catch them and how to ride it, you know, is up in my head. And so I'm, I'm able to provide that um, information to our riders. Anyways, um, on our website, rideeta.com, um, right when you're at the very, you know, top of the page, schedules and maps, vehicle locator, and then plan your trip. Those three resources are there, bam, first, you know, thing right away. So it's easier, uh, easier user interface for our, our passengers and customers to, you know, plan their day out or, you know, be able to uh, get from point A to point B. Um, we also have an app um, in your app store called Transit. Now, I love this because I use it myself as well as an employee. Um, you know, you can track um, within this Transit app the live location for um, the bus on, on your route where you're at or the train. Um, our services, we also have the ability to purchase your ticket, which is a new feature that we recently started. Um, so you can purchase your ticket through our app. You can purchase passes through our app. Um, there are other features within the app where it tells you if there's any detours, um, if there's any any accidents or actually, I'm not sure about the accident part. Like if there's, you know, something going on on the route. I'm not, I don't think so, but Usually, our radio control will attempt to um, notify, you know, the routes that are affected before, you know, a bus gets to that point. But anyways, um, so that's that. That's our transit app in, in a nutshell. Um, and then we're constantly trying to make the app better so that, you know, our riders can have an easy, uh, streamlined um, experience writing. Um, one of the things I like about the app, um, personally, is, I mean, let's say you, you're going from point A to point B, it lists each stop um, before you get to your stop. It'll tell you where to get off. Um, if you're waiting at a stop for the bus or the train, it'll tell you start walking now to your stop. That way, you know, you're not going to miss the bus. Um, and then it'll tell you how often the bus comes and which direction, this and that. So it really is a great tool, um, our website. But then again, like I said, you know, there there are some areas where we serve that, you know, people may not have access to a smartphone or the internet. And so that's where I, I feel as a bus operator, um, the operator's knowledge of the route and our system in itself is able to take that a step further and provide that, you know, awesome customer service that, um, me as an operator try, you know, try to do every single day. So that's that. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about and, um, you know, there's something that I thought was pretty cool. Um, my route that I drive now weaves through the avenues downtown. Um, 
around Temple Square area, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm like right in the heart of downtown. And so one of the things that the city of Salt Lake um, started doing, I want to say like a couple years maybe, or maybe just recently, but it, it's a, a thing called Open Streets. Um, so Main Street in downtown Salt Lake City is open to pedestrians and closed cars on Fridays and Saturdays, so restaurants and shops in the area can spill out onto the sidewalks and humans have their roadway for strolling. The idea behind this, and I think this is clever, I mean, this is awesome. The idea is to limit cars on Main Street was proposed back in the 60s, actually, by the city planners who thought uh, thoroughfare was, a, was better used as a grand pedestrian promenade, which, I'm 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 a big big advocate for air quality, um, you know, reducing emissions in our vehicles, inspiring people to take transit, public transit, and just you know just being more reliant on um, getting around alternate alter, alternative ways rather than just hopping in a car and go. Which I get it. Yeah, I mean. I would love to just hop in my car and go and just have that ease of coming and going wherever I want. But downtown is just so crowded. It's so, you know, there's just not a lot of space. And so for the city to try and, you know, inspire this. And there were other things that were inspired by this as well. Um, off of second, 200 East and 400 South, there was a pop-up garden area between 400 South and 300 South. I thought it was awesome. Um, you just have this little area of the street where you walked up and down and there were trees, there were benches, and there were little booths set up and just just have that, you know, very urban um, feel to it. And so open streets kind of inspired me to like explore more of my city and as a bus operator, you know, driving my bus through downtown, we're so laser focused on getting our passengers through downtown, focusing on, you know, driving safely through downtown. Um, sometimes it's good to, as an operator, to just kind of be aware of your surroundings and what's going on. And so that's why I noticed um, the city doing this open street idea. And so during the pandemic, the idea was dusted off and implemented for safe socializing by the Downtown Alliance and Salt Lake City. And it was a huge hit, and it is today. Um, now, I'm taking clips from KSL.com um, from this article from the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. Um, but this article is being written and hopefully is inspiring those to explore downtown. So this article goes on to say this year Salt Lake City and the Downtown Alliance are upping the ante to bring a fun free-for-all free-for-all fall edition of Open Streets. So uh, one of the big things that they're they're doing is is a muralist, artist and music musicians on Main Street. So it's just encouraging people to get out, enjoy downtown, enjoy the scene. Um you know, and just become more involved. And so, um, 
I, I recommend checking it out. So again, Friday and Saturdays, Main Street from 200, 400 South to South Temple. I want to say, yep, South Temple. South Temple to 400 South. Main Street will be closed. But yeah, check it out. Um, you can come walk, literally walk down the middle of the road. Um, our trains will still be running in the area, so be careful. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, also, I wanted to rewind a little bit and talk about Rail Safety Week for Utah Transit Authority. And this is one thing I'm also passionate about because um, from September 18th to the 24th, um, UTA will be conducting Rail Safety Week. And so basically, we'll be educating the public about um, safety and everything about it on and near any of our rail locations, um, just in general. And so, me personally, I've seen some good things and some bad things happening um, around our rail locations, but I, I think this, this helps us educate the public in, in a way that hopefully makes them aware of their surroundings. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, unplug your headphones, wash yourself around um, rail crossings um, is the biggest thing. Um, I have to say, I, I see quite a bit of distracted people um, with headphones, um, bikes and whatnot going under the gate arms um, when trains are crossing. Um, and I can see that going sideways so fast. Um, so if it's anything, I, if you're listening to this and you have, you or someone you know travels on our, on our trains, whether it be the tracks or the fronter, please, please be careful. Um, wait until the gate arms go up and the train is passed. Um, if you see a train coming one way, that's not a guarantee if there's another train coming the other direction. You walk underneath the gate arms behind the train. You pop out the other side and opposite direction travel of a train coming the other way. Contact. And so just just be careful, Uncle Maui says, because I love you guys and I don't want to see anything bad happen to you guys. So anyways, so let's see. What else do I got? Um, I think that's about all I wanted to talk about. Um. One of the last things that just popped in my mind I want to talk about is um, when you see me post things on my formerly known as Twitter account, um, I really do care about each and every one of you. That's something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, there, There's a term out there where you hear, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. I'm a bit of both. I really do care about the people that are in my life, whether they, you know, have met me personally or not. I just care about people. So I just want you guys to know that, you know, me, myself, I go through struggles every single day, like every single person does. I have things going on in my life that are good and bad, but at the end of the day, I you know, I'm like everybody else, just trying to make it in this world and, and be the best that I can. Um, I just want you all to know that, you know, you're not alone. If you're going through, if you're listening to this and you're going through something, 
reach out to me. Reach out to someone. Um, one of my good childhood friends right now is going through some things um, and has expressed feelings of wanting to hurt himself. And so right now I'm that's what I'm working with is trying to be there for him and and let him know that, you know, you've got a beautiful daughter, you've got a family and so many friends that love you and care about you. And so uh, being there for him is, is, is super important to me right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, if you're struggling through something, reach out. Whether it be to me, to the mailman, the guy at the grocery store, just someone you know, if you think that you're not, if you think that life is just getting you down, you're human. We've all been there. We've all been there. We're at one point in our lives, every single one of us has been in the dumps. You know, and, and I, it just, it happens. It's life. But there is a way out. Not the way that you think. But just know I care about you. I want you to be happy. And I just... I just care about you. Period. So, anyways. Enough rambling on and on and on and on. Um, if it's one thing you, you take away from this episode... Is that... You look for ways to be more kind to one another. Look for ways to serve other people, whether it be a shake or handshake or a simple wave, a hello. Um, that simple act can change lives, life-changing to some people. So, like I said, just be kind to one another. Um, laugh. Because this, this world is, this life is too short. And, and smile. I always say this, and those of you who are in my life, whether through social media or personally know, or if you've ridden my bus before, smile and be the reason someone smiles today. That's my life motto, is smile, be the reason someone smiles today. Uncle Maui loves you. Be safe. And we'll see you in the next episode. Love you.